Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No alarms and nothing one. Talk Recorded live. Hello. So anyway, yes, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, who's there? I'm here. Who's there? What are we studying? I'm sorry, excuse me? Who's this? What are we studying? What are we studying tonight? Who are we? Huh? Who's this? This is a child of God. Uh, David Carpenter, how are you? (laughs) How are you? Oh, wow. (laughs) I've been watching you. I've been sitting here watching you just sit here, sit here. I said, well, I'll wait for somebody to come on, and then maybe we can study something. Yeah, I'm actually looking at something with Missionary Map. I don't know where Rachel is at. Um, They'll be on. They'll be on. Yeah. You know know how the Lord do. Sometimes we just late like I was, too, running late today. What do you want to study? Hi, Reverend Carpenter. Relax. Good evening, sir. Good oh, evening. my goodness. <laughs> I'm excited about the word of God. Let's yes, study. we all are, brother. We all are. We, we just try to catch our breath. <laughs> yeah, We're on we vacation, and we're running, 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 and we're just yeah. trying to catch our breath for a minute. Mm-hmm. We're out of town um, right now, and we just talk about some things that was happening today. All right, so why don't we just open up in prayer, and we can both all go over Second Timothy, because God just gave this one to me. Amen. Uh, uh, Robin, you want to open up in prayer for us, please? Amen. Father God, we come to you once again. At this hour and at this time, most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. For let us come together to join and fellowship in your word, Father God. Father God, we thank you for just waking us up on due time this morning, Father God. Touch us with the finger of love. Let us go on in the name of Jesus one more day. And Father God, we thank you that we were a blessing to somebody, someplace, somehow today. Whether in word and deed or just a smile on our face to somebody, we made somebody feel good. And Father God, we thank you. And Father God, we come to you right now in this hour asking that you open up our mind, body, souls, and our spirits, our ears, and our hearts to be able to hear your words, Father God, and be able to intake what is going to be taught, what we're going to share on in your word tonight, Father God, that it may bring us to walk in application of your word in a mighty and powerful way in your kingdom. And bring us into a more intimate relationship with you, Father God. And Father God, we thank you because we're moving in an hour where you said, study to show yourself approved of work, but you're not ashamed that rightly divide the word. Father God, we're here to study. 
your word. And we thank you. We praise you and we exalt you. We bind any spirits that may come across this line to hinder us or distract us in any form, fashion, or way. We bind them and we plead the blood of Jesus over them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for the angel of this call tonight, Father God, Dr. Patricia Charles, and we ask you to bless her and, and open her to go into the depths of your word and share that which your word says that it will be iron sharpening iron. And we just thank you. We praise you. We exalt you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, a scripture is from Second Timothy, and what I'm going to do tonight, if it's okay with you guys, is to read it from my Bible, and after okay. I read it, then we're going to all take a turn on sharing what it means to you. Second so Timothy. Second Timothy is the second chapter. We're going to start at verse 22, and we're going to read also three one down. Um, from one to um, five to eight. So, Second oh, uh, Timothy, um, chapter two, verse twenty-two. You have it. Say, Amen. Amen. Okay, good. Reverend Calvin, do you have it? Yeah, I got it. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right, and then I want us to all expound on this, what they feel this means to them. All right, okay. 2 Timothy 2, verse 22, we just follow. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, mm. pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure heart. Mm, amen. Hallelujah. Don't Hallelujah. get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that can only start fights. A servant of God must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people. Gently instructing those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will thy heart, and they will learn the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap. For they have been held captive by him to do whatever he pleases. That's three one. Um, this all this is all about how difficult it's gonna be for us in the Christian for the last days. You should know this, Timothy. That in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will only love only themselves and their money. Mm. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. Mm. and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. Stay away from people like that. They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of the vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin 
and controlled by various desires. Such women are forever following new teachings, but they're not able to understand the truth. These teachings oppose the truth, just as Janus and Jambres oppose Moses. They have deprived minds and a counterfeit faith, but they won't get away with this for long, because someday everyone will recognize what fools they are, just as James and Jamar. Okay, Reverend Carpenter, we're going to take the first one on that one. What are we talking about here? Well, we're talking, we're talking about uh, the vessels which Amen. we are and the things that we must take out of, our, of being a vessel of God. Um, mm-hmm. When he says, pretty also useful lusts, but follow righteousness, he's telling us that all those lusts and things that are not of God, we need to take out of us. Those useful lusts. Those yes. things that we thought were God, but were, we found out later were not of God, that we mm-hmm. lust after. Yeah. And it's just, and he says, but follow righteousness, faith, and then he lists what, what they are, the righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. And he tells us that we have to have a pure heart. You can't, you can't have stuff all caught up in your heart and then want to say you want to change these things, but you're not changing from the sincerity of your heart. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of yeah. people change. A lot of people give lip service. Oh, yeah, I'm going to change that. Blah, blah, blah. And that's just words, but there's no action. The action comes from that which is in the heart. The Bible says, so is a man thinking in his heart, so is he. So that means that if I start thinking of moving out of these things and it's in my heart, it will come to pass. Amen. 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 All right. That's what that is. Uh, Carpenter, you finished? I, I mean, how far do you want me to go there? <laughs> oh, you want to do me too? I'll go ahead and do too. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do not gender strife. See, you know what? If you don't know something, why act like you do know it? Amen. You know, that's what happened. But foolish and unlearned questions of boy. I haven't learned that. Why don't you act like, you know what? Well, let me think. I think, and, and you don't really know, but yet you want to put something on the table that will give, that'll be a bunch of foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'll give you something. Have you ever just had somebody come and talk foolish just to, be, just to have something to say to you? And you'd be like, I don't know what they came with that foolish conversation for. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know what they were, they were talking about, but they just wanted to say something to you. That's what he's talking about here. He's talking about but foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do not gender, gender strife. Yeah. I mean, I mean, strife is going to come with that when somebody's talking crazy to you. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, and so Paul, so Timothy is saying here, don't get caught up in it. I nah. call them no no nonsense conversations. I don't I don't nah. talk them. I you know if if it if it starts out and it ain't making no sense, I'm gonna say, well, look, I gotta go. Mhm. 
If you ask me something that I don't know, I'm just going to tell you, look, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is what Timothy is talking. Amen. Don't, don't entertain these foolish questions that people ask. Because, you know, sometimes sometime we try to say, ain't no question a foolish or crazy question, but sometimes they are. You just got to know which ones are and which ones ain't. Uh-huh. Amen. And my take on it, and then, Nikki, now you want to go next and then I'll go? Um, it doesn't matter, Pastor. You let me know what you prefer. Okay, you can go ahead if you want to. Okay. Um, basically, um, I don't even know where to start on here because this is all good, good and it goes straight to your heart. You know, God is just telling you very clear. And he said, again, I say, so he didn't told us once, don't get, in, don't get involved with any foolish arguments mm-hmm. and any ig- ignorant arguments. Like like Reverend Carpenter say, sometimes people come to you and they say things to you, but they'll say things to you to start an argument to me. That's how mm-hmm. I saw it. Amen. You Amen. know, they'll come to you and they know you, you're trying to change and be God-like and not get angry. And they'll say something just to try to make you get angry. Then they set it up. Rara, come away from that. It's too deep. I'm sorry. It's okay. And, 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 and uh, they just say things, you know, to, to pick an argument. You know, and then that's the ones you walk away, run. God say, run away from those. Amen. Get away from them. You're not a coward because you leave them alone. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with getting away from people who talk like that. Because it's, there's nothing but Satan's children trying to, or, or workers, trying to make you fall. We mm-hmm. fall enough on our own. I'm not going to let nobody else, if I can help it, bring Amen. it into a sin. You know, and, and I'm not going to be, um, you know, I try to keep myself in check sometimes not to get too prideful. Sometimes you do feel good and you try, and I, I mean, I don't think that I am, but sometimes I feel that other people might perceive me as, uh, you know, oh, she thinks she know it all. And she, it's just that I'm so happy. And, and, and when, it, you know, it, it, that's our job is to get the good news out there. And as you said, Pastor uh, uh, Carpenter, the iron shop and iron. So if we take God on what he says that we should uh, talk and, 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 and have t- time that time together as Christian sisters and brothers, then no one should look at the other ones. Oh, they think they know everything. No, you're talking. Is it? Is it? All you got to do is say, is it line up with the word of God? Mm-hmm. Is what yeah. they're saying correct, mm-hmm. or what they're saying is wrong? Now, if we all Christians and we love the Father. If what I understand his the words from the Holy Bible is wrong then that's when you should tell me. No, sister, you know, this is what it really means, or this is what the Father says, and back it up. Mm-hmm. You know, but if, if they're telling you right, then it shouldn't make that sister or brother feel like, mm-hmm. we don't want to hear you because, you th- you know, we don't understand it like you understand it, but it do make sense, and I think you're just trying to show off. No, we should always just feel happy in God's, in God's presence. We mm-hmm. are his children. And uh, any question being a, mm, 
I still like to think that if you're sincere with a pure heart, if you really want to know the answer to a question and you're not faking it or phony or putting on airs that, you know, you're baiting people into something and you really want to know a question about the good book, then, yeah, it's a good question. To me, you need to know because the Father and the Holy Spirit wants you to find that answer that might be that missing piece in your spirit to get you to walk in and be complete. You know, but like like, like Reverend Copley said, you know, you know when it's not when it's not pure. You can mm-hmm. you sometimes the Holy Spirit will let you know uh, they're just doing that, you know, to be seen. But what is the fruit they bear? Amen. Amen. That's about it. That's about that's what my was in my heart on what I read tonight Amen. in Second Timothy. Amen. And the way that I see this part too, and um Timothy second Timothy two, um two and twenty three, to me this also is saying that God will look at the work that we're doing. He will examine our work. Yes. And, uh, that we have been doing for him. And he found us that we should build our lives on his work. Yes. But we have to also build the word into our life. Again, let me just say that you can get that. We should build our lives on his word, but we should also build the word into. Patricia? Yeah. So, so. Again, he, he said we should build our lives on his word and build his word into our lives. Yes. Amen. So if you look at that 23rd verse, it tells you the first thing it says, like you said, missionary, again. So that means that God is telling us over and over again. And the mm-hmm. first thing he said that we should build into our lives is don't get involved in foolish and ignorant arguments. Especially like Reverend Carpenter said, the ones that you know that's going to start a fight. Since you yeah. know it's going to start a fight, stay away from it. And then he let us know that if you are a worker of God, there's one thing that you should not be. You should not be quarrelsome. You should not be arguing with people over the word. He said, also, not only argue, you must learn to be kind to everyone and not only be able to be kind to them, be able to teach them. That's why it's so important that whoever is um, a pastor or a Sunday school teacher or involved in the leadership part of the church, they should be able to teach. Because, you know, these arguments are going to come up, and instead of saying, oh, no, you shouldn't be saying that, show them in the word of God where they are wrong. That's why it says we could learn the word but build the word into our life. So instead of just saying, oh, don't do this, don't do that, take them to the scriptures and show them why. They should not be doing that. That's why he said he should be able to teach. And not only be able to teach, let us know in this lesson that we're going to be dealing with people who are difficult. And we have to learn how to deal and to teach those people. And then it says on the 25, we have to gently instruct those who oppose the truth, which means that everybody who you come across is not going to always agree with you. But you can't just um, shut them down. It says here you got to gently instruct them who oppose you. So everybody's not going to agree. But you just can't set them, I'm the pastor, I got to do it this way. You got to gently instruct them uh, and what, where they're wrong. 
And it says that if you gently instruct them, then God, not you, will change the people's hearts so they will be able to learn the truth. And then they will come to their senses and then they'll be escaped from the devil's trap. Okay, and then it goes on to verse 3 and let us know that how things are going to look now in the difficult, in the last days, and we are living in the last days. So where, what, know, where, what number are we up to? Uh, we're up to now, um, Second Timothy 3 1. So it let us know also in 2 1. Second, second Timothy. Are we all are we on the next page? Yeah, Second Timothy three one, you just talked about it. And I'm just going over some of the things that uh, we I thought I, I thought I talked about wait a minute. Oh, let me get myself right here. Second Timothy, we're in the second chapter in the twenty third verse, right? Right. I just did that one, yes. Right, okay. Just wanted to make yeah, sure. Second Timothy three, chapter three, verse one. Oh. Well, I wanted to say one. I wanted to say one more thing about twenty-three, because in twenty-three, um, if we go over to uh, First Timothy one and four, it tells. Okay, but you didn't let me finish. You didn't let me oh, finish. Okay. But I was saying, right. you, you right. come back in and then add okay. your um, your additional points. Okay, so Second Timothy three and one let us know that we are living in the last days. And since we're living in the last days, it's going to be very difficult times. And what they mean by difficult times, it means that people are going to love, love themselves and they're going to love their money. And I know you see that's happening now. Everybody's all about themselves and all about their money. And they even give you the characteristics of the people. They say they're going to be boastful and they're going to be proud. They're going to be talking about God. They're going to be disobedient to their parents and they're going to be ungrateful. I'm sure you have run into people who you have tried to help so many times, and no matter how much you help them, they're always, instead of saying thank you, they're always just so ungrateful. You know, they just consider nothing sacred, and they're just unloving, and they're always unforgiving. And we're talking about people who are, and some people who are in God's house. They're just not, they hold on to grudges, and they don't forgive people. So God is letting us know here, just to be aware that these are people like that, but if that's what he said, one thing we got to do is to stay away from people who are like that because they got a form of godliness, but their hearts are far from it. Okay, Brother Carpenter, ask your pieces, please. Oh, well, I wanted to go back to what foolish and unlike questions avoid, knowing that they do not then the strike. Um, over in First Timothy, uh, one and four. Uh-huh. It, it leads us to understand, never give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do. And, okay. And it lets, us, it lets us know there that we don't need to get caught up in fables. A lot of people in the, in the body of Christ live off fables. Things that that our grandparents made up that we thought that they thought was the word, and we later found out it was not the word of God. Okay. Like, like I always say, take one step. God said he'd take two, or 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 one that I found out that God will put your sins in the in in, in the sea of forgetfulness. There's no such scripture. And yeah, old old tradition. Yeah, these were old fables. 
that uh-huh. they they lived off of that is saying that we need we need not get caught up in questions about or arguments about. Right. I just want yeah. I just wanted to share that, and that's where the scripture takes us to understand what they are. It says, "Never give heed to fables." So you know we don't need to give heed to them. Amen. And just like we had said Sunday in Sunday school, anything that's not grounded and rooted on the Word of God that you can't find it in the Bible, we got to stay away from it. Amen. There's too many traditions in the church that's not based on God's Word. Amen. And that's why in here on the in two Second Timothy the second chapter and the fifteen verse, it it tells us. Where we headed, it says, study to show yourself, study to show that approved under God, yeah. a workman that is needed not to be ashamed, rightly yeah. dividing the word of truth. And, you know, yeah. why I said you shouldn't be ashamed because what you read, what you got revelation and understanding to, you knew it came from God. Amen. Amen. You know? Amen. Uh, I'm sorry, Sister Rachel, you're on the line also, correct? I just came on. I, I, I had trouble getting through early, and my phone went out. So I just my husband just came in, and I just dialed your number, and I was on the line. I didn't know. I thought I was just calling you. Oh, yeah, no, we were doing a Bible study. So we, we said that we were going to do it on Wednesday night, and it was just, just one or two. I just got to keep it going. So we oh, no. Huh? I, did, I, thought, I didn't know it was Bible study. I thought it was prayer service. Well, it's prayer service. You know, prayer service cause that turned into Bible study. But the Lord leave us. Amen. Yeah, because when you pray first and then you read the scripture, you got to talk about it, and that's what we're doing there, expounding on the scripture. Yeah, so I we came in when he was on in, um, chapter three and uh, Second Timothy. I just right. came on. Yeah, I know. know. I know you just came on, but we already did the prayer already, so now we're doing the the, uh, the Bible part of it now. And we're just uh-huh. up. Yeah, okay. yeah, I was frustrated. I couldn't get through for nothing. I don't know why. I, I just got my phone was messing up. I don't, I don't know. My what so then I yeah. just called you. I thought it was over, you know. Then I no. Well, it came. I've been on since seven o'clock. Um, missionary came on. The Reverend Compton was on, but he was just waiting for me to say something. But we've been on since seven o'clock, and but we actually yeah, got I know, but I, yeah, I couldn't get through. I don't know why. It's okay. My phone is messed up. Well, it's okay. It's better late than never. And at least you get on, and you get a chance to say something. Then you want to say something, add to it, or sing a song before we close out. That's okay. I'll just, I'll just, uh, I just have to pray after I hang up because I, I, I was really annoyed earlier. I don't know why I couldn't get through, and then I just, I gave up. Yeah, I had the baby here, and my husband wasn't home, so oh, that was, well, you know, but she was you just know, in the way. It's okay, um, but that's what the enemy does sometimes. He want to get you frustrated. Yeah. You oh, yeah. You can't write But why don't you pray while you're on the line? Because we did our prayer and when we open up. Do you want to close us out in prayer, or you want to just say a prayer now? Amen. Huh? Yeah, okay. Because it's prayer meeting, yes, it is, and we did our prayer already. So, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, so we could just you could just um do the prayer now too. 
Okay, just a few words, Father. Whatever, whatever the Lord put on your heart. Okay, Father, thank you. Thank you for tonight, Lord. I don't know why I couldn't get through from prayer service at 7 o'clock. I guess that old devil just tried to stop me. Yes, but that's all right. You were victorious. You were yes. victorious. He's always, that's his me, job Lord, to stop us. That's his job to try and stop us. But we already know God has won this. We've already been we're already victorious. So don't don't fret on that. Rachel, keep on praying, Rachel. Keep on you gotta keep praying, baby. Okay. Father, I stretch my hands to thee, Lord. Yes. No other help I know. Yes. I shall take thyself from me, Lord. Where would I be? Yes. Please, Father. Yes, Lord. Help me to do the right thing and Help teach me Lord. and show me, Lord. Yeah. I need you in my life. I want you in my life, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Help me. Yes. Turn me around and help me to be a good person. Help oh, me to yeah. treat people right. Yeah. Do the right thing, Father, please, Lord. Yes. Oh, yeah. Strengthen the Lord. Come on, Rachel. Give me some more. Come on, Rachel. No, Lord. Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Father, come into salvation, Lord. Help us, Lord. Turn us around and help us to do the right thing, Lord. Please, God, show us the way. We need you there, too, Lord. Yeah? Yes, Father. Oh, yes, Lord. God. Yes. Bless us, this Pastor Father, please. You've been so helpful to me, Lord. Please, oh, God bless God. you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, please. Oh, yes. Teach me, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you. Rachel, there's a song I think I'll run on and see what the end's going to be. You know that song, Rachel? Which one is that? I think I run on see what the end's gonna be. Oh yeah. Can you that please? I'm gonna run on see what the end's gonna be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Run on Oh, yeah. I can't think of the song. I know oh, it, but yeah. I can't think of it. I 
believe I run on to see what the end going to be. Think I run to on see what the end going to be. Bob, Joe will be there. Joe be there. He got his long white robe waiting there for me. I believe I run on. Run on. See what the end going to be. Run on. See what the end going to be. Oh, yes. Rachel, what I want you to do right now. Reverend Carpenter and Missionary Mapper want you to help me, too. Rachel, I want you just to lift your hands again. I know the baby's right there with you, but you got a heavy load on you tonight. Amen, 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 Right amen. now, Rachel, you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulder. Sometimes you feel like you're standing all alone by yourself. But you see, in this Christian race, you just got to keep running. Because at the end, there's a prize waiting for you. God Amen. knows how hard it is for you. He sees how you're struggling to keep the church together. You know it's not easy. But you see, tonight he gave you a lesson. You didn't get discouraged. You know that you had to get on to that lesson. And you tried and you tried and tried to get onto the phone. But you couldn't get on. But you didn't give up. When one door closes, you found another door. You called me so that door could be open. And that's how it is in our Christian life. You might get knocked down sometimes, but you get back up and you keep on trying like you did tonight. Because if you keep on trying, one day you will succeed like you did tonight. You was not taking no for the answer. The enemy didn't want you on the phone tonight. Because he know there's a blessing in there for you. But you Amen. just have on Amen. trying. Have on trying. We're not Amen. giving up. That's why I had to sing that song. You got to keep on running. Because at the end, oh, yeah. you got to fly. Father God, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you. We come to you right now, and we bind that that shackle that's trying to hold Sister Rachel down, Father God. Father God, we come and we call for the release of that shackle off of her right now, Father God. The Bible yeah. says that, that Jesus came to set the captives free, Father God. And, Father God, there's liberty in him that's in her. For he said that if you in me and I'm in you, then we are one. So, Father God, let the liberty bell ring and ring in her spirit right now. In the yeah. mighty name of Jesus, Father God. That weight that is pressing on her, holding her down, those things that are happening in her family and in the church and, and things that she's looking at that she want to do, Father God, ease that weight off of her shoulders, Father God, and let the comfort of Christ come into her spirit, Father God. Lord, but yeah. you said that your peace surpasses all understanding and protects yeah. her heart and her mind, Father God, protect her heart and her mind. Right now, yeah. Father God, she's struggling with some things in her heart and in her mind. But, Father God, we know where the peace is that you said because our peace is not of the world, but our peace is of you. So, Father God, we ask that you pour your peace out on her right now, Father God, and that you touch her with a gentle spirit, Father God, and that you embrace her with all your love and kindness, Father God, letting her know that you love her. 
in an awesome way, Father God. And, Father God, bring a healing on her right now, Father God. She's dealing with something in her body. Father God, heal her right now, Father God. Yes. Father God, touch her. Touch her in that place that she needs to be touched right now. Thank you, Lord Lord Jesus. I see it, and, and and, and Father God, Father God, it's according to her faith and her belief in you that it will be released off of her, Father God. And we pray right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, ask the Father in my name, and I will do it. So we ask it in the name of Jesus that that situation be released from her, Father God. And, Father God, and that those things that are falling in her lap, Father God, she'll be able to push them to the side. For the Bible says that Jesus said that he came to set the captives free. And he said, where he is, there is liberty, Father God. So, Father God, we call on a fresh anointing to fall on Rachel right now, Father God. Okay. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you. And we, 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 we ask that, that trying spirit that's been dealing with her, Father God, be removed right now in the name of yeah. Jesus, Father God. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. And Father God, we bind that spirit up right now because your word says that which we oh. bound on heaven shall be oh, bind and earth on that Thank which you, we bind Lord. on Thank earth you. shall be bind in heaven and that which we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We Thank bind you. and loose that spirit right now. Yes. And we yes. cancel the assignment that the adversary has brought against her and whatever form mm-hmm. passing away it may have come, we cancel it out right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. And Father God, we call on the blood of Jesus to touch it from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, Father God, that it will wash away her sins and wash away those things that are not of you that have come Mm -hmm. against her in whatever form they have come. We thank you, Father God, for you told us to make our request known unto you. We and we told us to knock and the door shall be open. Seek and we shall find. Search Mm-mm-mm. and we shall see. So, Father God, we knock, we ask, and we are searching to see those things of you to materialize in Rachel's life right now, Father God. Thank you. And we, we, call, we call relief and we call freedom to, to, to overtake her. In the morning, she will feel brand new. Thank you, Lord. And she mm-hmm. will feel free from those things that have been holding her bound for the last couple of days that she will shake the shackles off. We decree and declare it right now. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. By the Lord, Jesus has a blessing in me as a blessing of his. I cancel it all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Just hold on to your faith, Rachel. Just hold on to your faith. Don't let go. Don't let it stand go. Just hold on. Okay, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what it is, you just, you believe in him because he believes in us. You know that. He gave his only begotten son for us. So you know he believes in us. Amen. You have that conviction. You hold on to that conviction. Don't you let it go. Oh, yes. And Rachel, I just need you to do one more thing before we close out. I know you got the baby around you, but I need you to put your hands up in the air. Just put your hands straight up in the air. And I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to turn slowly three times. And as you turn it, I want you to say, 
Hallelujah. 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 Just turn. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Bless me, God, please. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Thank you, Jesus. Coming back to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. This is coming in your legs. Thank you, Lord.
God bless Thank you. you. God bless okay. you. Bless you. Take care, all. Good night, Mother. Good night. Good night, Reverend Carpenter. Good night, Pastor. Good night. Good night. God bless. God bless. Good night, Pastor Charles.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.